Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. WTOC AM, W236CR, Indianapolis. Keeping you informed with what's happening in and around Indy. It's Community Connection. Brought to you by Child Advocates. Your voice, their future. On Praise AM 1310, 95.1 FM. And good afternoon and welcome to Community Connection. I'm Tina Cosby. Today is Wednesday, February the 21st, 317-972-3008. 317-972-3008 is our number. On the show today, remember the IMPD Black History Month badge dispute? Uh, we went into it and had uh, quite, a, quite a lot of conversation about it uh, here on the show. Um, and we've got some follow-up. Today, um, there's an important development to share with you. We'll share... Uh, what that development is, there has been a development um, in the uh, badge dispute, and we're going to share that with you about 30 minutes from now at the bottom of the hour. Um, also, we were hoping to get the uh, Children's Museum of Indianapolis here uh, to let us know about their Black History Month programming and offerings, and um, maybe we'll get them before the end of the year, but maybe not. I, You know, people get de- delayed. As you all very well know, on this show, it happens. So uh, we'll just pin that. But right now, uh, someone who is always here, right on time, James Patterson, our contributing analyst. Good afternoon, James. Hey, good afternoon, Miss Tina. Yeah, uh, I am not a no-show today. Hey. <laughs> no, no, you're Mr. Reliable. You're about as reliable as they come, and I can't tell you how much we appreciate that. So. <laughs> yeah, my pleasure indeed. Always gl- glad to be with you. And Not to say uh, that the know, other people are, are not reliable, because certainly things do happen. So, we, you know, that's, yeah, that's, that's yeah, part yeah. of live, tele- live television. Good grief, I've said that too many years. Uh, <laughs> that's part of <laughs> yeah. live broadcasting. When you broadcast live, things do come up. Hey, but when they when they don't show up, hey, they're ringing you up or emailing you. Oh, I'm so sorry, I missed. Can I reschedule? Can I reschedule? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that happens. Yeah, so anyway, yeah. Well, you know, no, no hard feelings. Just uh, you know, like I said, life does happen and things do come up. So, uh, and if for whatever reason we can get it worked into the show, we certainly will. Uh, so, yeah. James, uh, like I was saying, uh, there there has been a development uh, in the yeah. uh, the badge uh, dispute. Uh, they won't call it a controversy, or Attorney Ta- uh, Attorney Turner will not let us call it a controversy. Uh, but there has been an important development over the last couple of hours, and so we're we're going to let everybody know a little bit about that. Yeah, and, and speaking of uh, Mr. Turner, uh, former Public Safety Director uh, Turner, uh-huh. uh, you know, whenever he gets involved in something, you know, it's heavyweight. He just doesn't lend his his uh-huh. voice to anything. So when you mentioned his name as he was the one who was involved, you know, along with Elder Rush with, with putting together that press conference. Uh-huh. Uh, that told me that it was significant and something was really going on. Uh, I didn't know at the time, but it turned out to be those black history represented, uh, uh, redesigned police badges that the uh-huh. black and white officers who ordered them had hoped to wear 
uh, uh, for for February, but uh, mm-hmm. there was a snag there, and it, that told me something. Yeah, from Bob Turner, uh, yeah. former public safety director, Bob Turner got involved. Yeah, yeah. it really does. You when he lends his name to something, you can best believe. Yeah, remember those yeah. old commercials when E.F. Hutton speaks? Everybody listens. <laughs> everybody, 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 everybody listens. So when, when uh, Attorney Turner speaks, everybody listens, pays attention. Yeah. So. Uh, and again, uh, we're going to get to that probably at the bottom of the hour, one thirty or so. So, uh, James, a whole, whole, whole lot of stuff has been going on since you were last here, including yeah. uh, the All-Star festivities, which got underway in earnest uh, mm-hmm. that day, that that Friday, and went all the way through Sunday. Um, I'm sure you heard AJ. AJ's still resting up. AJ and Swift are still resting up. From the, uh, <laughs> were they were they that worn out for a uh, minute? I don't. I, AJ, were you that worn out? There was a lot going on. <laughs> it was it was a lot going on. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, bless their heart, they got out there in that in our three days of winter that we had. You know, mm-hmm. from February, we had yeah. n- we had nine in January, and we got three days. Of winter, uh, you know, just last weekend. So hey, uh, we're back to spring now. But hey, bless their heart for going out there in that four mm. inches of snow. He was shooting. He was shooting uh, hoops, hoopies. He was, oh my goodness! He was out there taking jumpers doing, in the snow. Doing everything I can. Mm-hmm. I got to tell this to my grandkids in a few years. <laughs> <laughs> Your grandkids in a few years. It'll be more in a few years, but, uh, but yeah, so. yeah, let's hope so. <laughs> indeed, indeed. But so, the beautiful facilities, right? That mm-hmm. AJ was able to get out there mm-hmm. on the outside. I mean, they had the place decked out, did they not? They oh, did. Yeah. Oh my god! It was a basketball wonderland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just as yeah. fast as it went up, it came down. With <laughs> I mean, the minute. <laughs> That that buzzer sounded at the end of the fourth quarter, and they did all of the, uh, the 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 awards and all that other stuff. The city started dismantling this and and getting ready for what, what's next. AJ is it uh, uh, combine. combine getting combine, ready for the NFL right? combine? Yeah. So uh, you know, hey, we we don't take a break. We don't take a break. It's no. from one thing to the next. But I I, no. I was just talking to Swift a few minutes ago. He's uh, he's in the lobby. Uh, he said he's gotten some rest. He's still looking a little tired, but you know he was he was a hardworking man. He was like James Brown, one of the hardest working men uh, <laughs> doing this stuff. But uh, he said that the season gets underway tomorrow. Uh, the NBA season resumes tomorrow. Uh, so yeah, yeah, on the twenty second. Uh-huh, I uh-huh. think the uh-huh. Pacers, if, I, if I'm right off the top of my head, they might be hosting Motown. I think they're hosting uh, the Detroit. Pistons, but I, I could uh, be wrong, but I think they're hosting them. Well, he said he and had yeah. to work tomorrow. Yeah, mm-hmm. that is true. Tomorrow. Yeah, it's true. Right. Okay, okay, cool. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, so. Um, yeah, but uh, Convention City, right? You guys, this is Convention City, Indianapolis. It is, it is. Yeah. Uh, catching up to, to Vegas. You know, a lot of people are surprised that uh, Vegas is is known for uh, hosting a lot more so conventions than sporting events like Indianapolis or, or big events, but a lot of conventions because of the uh, the, the hotel space, the price, all, all, yeah. all kinds of things. You know, I remember uh, Black Journalists, uh, National Association of Black Journalists. Yeah, how I can't count how many times we went out to Vegas. I know at least three that I can remember yeah. that we went to Vegas for uh, the convention, and it just it simply was cheaper and you know there's a lot to do uh they have the uh the advantage that a lot of that indianapolis doesn't in terms of natural uh beautiful landmarks you know you've got the well the canyon you got the dam uh you know plus you know all of the other stuff uh, associated with 
uh, you know, with Las Vegas. But there's a lot there. There's a lot there. Um, there's a lot there. And, you know, it's it's within just, I think, four, mm-hmm. four to five hours driving distance. Yeah, to the Grand Canyon. From, from, from L.A.? Um, from 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 Las Vegas. No, I was gonna say, uh, it's it's like uh, from uh, from from Vegas to uh, you know to get over into California because it's right next to Nevada. It's right next to California. Yeah, so, yeah, it is. Yeah, so yeah. if you want to get over into the you know the Los Angeles area, it's it's not far at all. Oh, I didn't think uh, it was even four hours. It may is it is it about yeah. four hours? I thought it was I, a little you know, shorter I, I, than that. I, it's been so long since I've been out to Las Vegas, yeah. and we did drive there from L.A. to go up to a reunion. I don't remember how long it was, but it wasn't long at all. No, no, it's not very long. And I I don't remember how long the drive is to the Grand Canyon. I mean, that's in the vicinity. Uh, But I I always remember when we're flying uh, that way, the the pilot never misses. Hey, look over to your left or look to your right and you'll see the Grand Canyon. Uh, And, you know, we can look down on that. But, um, yeah, there's a lot to do. There's a lot to do there. But Indianapolis is getting there. Uh, You know, Swift made a good point about us being a cold city, uh, cold weather city. But, hey, we make up for it, though. (laughs) Do a lot of good stuff. Well, not lately it hadn't been. No. We've been escaping winter as we used to know it. Except for when it mattered, really. I mean, like this (laughs) this weather would have been perfect a week ago. You know, starting, yeah. but you know, hey, it is what it is. So, yep, yep, yep. So, James, uh, who? Where do we start? Oh my goodness! Um, it is Black History Month, so uh, like mm-hmm. I was saying, we 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 uh, do take a few minutes to pause in observance of that every day, uh, somewhat on the show. So, um, the uh, I gotta, I, I will tell you the uh, the someone sent me this from the recorder. The story of Harry Hoosier, remember I was looking for it the other day, mm-hmm. and yeah. I couldn't find it, and uh, someone uh, sent me this that was in the uh, the recorder. Actually, it was almost a year ago. This is by Andre. It was a, uh, uh, a column by Andre Carson. Yeah, huh. yeah by Andre Carson. So uh, I'll, I'll read it. Uh, we have a, a caller. Uh, 317-872-3008. Yeah, it just, it it was February 23rd, 2023, um, and uh, by Andre Carson, uh, our congressman, of course, and it says, if you're from Indiana, you've likely faced the age-old question, so what exactly is a Hoosier? Uh, And, of course, we've heard the theories, and then he just goes on to tell the story, but, yeah, well, you know, I want to, the congressman. Well, before you go there, he was a, he, he was a slave. He mm-hmm. was a slave, mm-hmm. and he got out of slavery, and he taught himself to read, and he became a minister, Terry Hoosier. Mm-hmm. Um, and that when you say Indiana Hoosiers, it's a you're talking about a black man who that 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 name emanates from. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, but I you know I just saw a documentary about him, so that raises in my mind. Yeah, he. This was a black man, Harry Hoosier. I didn't read uh, the congressman's article, but I just saw a documentary about him, and he was mm. a slave who I think escaped, and he ended up in Indiana, um, and he and he, he he actually taught himself to read, learned how to speak, and became a a very um, wanted and sought after speaker, preacher. Where'd you see the doc? Where'd you see the doc? Was it on PBS or something like uh, yeah, that? Yeah, it was on um, uh, one of the one of the mm. public, 
you know, one of the pu- public radio, uh, TV station, public TV stations. It was either mm-hmm. channel 20 or 30. I got like three of them. Mm-hmm. But it, it was either WFYI or one of the others. I don't recall. I think I taped it. I'll go back and look it up. And maybe I can tell you next time. But yeah. Yeah, let is, me know where man. you find it. I'd like okay. to see that. I'd like to see that. Yeah, if I and can it, send it to you, mm-hmm. I will. Okay. Yeah, I want to yeah. take a look. I love documentaries. Yeah. I love documentaries. Uh, says yeah. I never heard the story of Harry Hoosier. Yeah, but I didn't want to hold up your caller. You still got. Oh a call. no, it's uh, let's uh, let's go to the phone lines. We can we can do that. Three one seven nine seven two three zero zero eight. Three one seven nine seven two three zero zero eight. Jeff, how are you? Hey, Gina. Hey, James. Hey, AJ. How you guys doing? Good. Good. All right. All right. I got to ask the three of you all a question. Have you guys put your orders in yet? You know, or... I, you know, I thought about it. I, th- I thought about it. Oh, okay. Your orders mm. to get the, the new golden sneakers by one Donald Trump. Mm. If they ever, if they are uh, ever manufactured, if ever manufactured. Yeah. Uh, there, uh, my understanding was there's know. a no hold refund. It, hold, it, hold it now. I mean, I might make sure that mm. you guys, you guys haven't put your orders in for those golden sneakers that he's promoting. No. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I this guy, this guy is a, a, a he's a carnival barker. You know what I mean? He is. He's better than uh, Barkman Bailey. He's better than that. And uh, I mean, and the the crazy part is the maggots will buy it. Mm -hmm. The maggot crowd will buy it. So I know Mike Brown probably got his order in, probably Holcomb, probably Todd Young, and Mm -hmm. Jim Banks. I know you guys got your orders in. So, you know, uh, don't be surprised that the red hats are gone and you walk and see all these Trump people walking around with golden sneakers. So, you know, we, we know we no longer have the white sheets. We no longer have the swastikas. We no longer have the Confederate flag. Now we got the golden sneakers. Man, we are really moving up in the world. So, mm. uh, I'm interested. I'm gonna hang up. I'm I'm really interested though about this Hoosier story because I heard, like me, I heard many theories about that. You know, about where the name Hoosier comes from, but I never heard of Harry Hoosier. But I know I have some friends in Kentucky, and Tina, you might have heard this too from you around that area. You know, they, you know, Kentucky's a call people from Indiana. That was an insult. And mm. in some places in Missouri, it was a racial slur. So, you know, because it said it's at a spring in Louisville. He said, you know where the term Hoosier comes from, Jeffrey? He says, mm. what? Who's your daddy? You know, I said, oh, what's that supposed to mean? You know, so anyway, ponder, ponder on that one. So mm. I'm interested. Yeah, well, here's a little background, Jeff. Uh, Let's see. Better known during his life as Black Harry during his life was an Uh, African-American Methodist preacher during the Second Great Awakening. That's kind of the the revival thing in the uh, early United States. Dr. Benjamin Rush, well-known Dr. Benjamin Rush, said that making allowances for his illiteracy. Remember, he was a former slave who taught himself to read. He, this is a quote from Rush. He was the greatest orator in American, in America at that time. Mm. Okay. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I'm looking forward to hearing more about this. So, all right. Well, anyway, let's almost hang up now. I'm listening to the rest of the show, but make sure you guys order your golden sneakers and make the orange cult leader happy. So, you know, you, you know why he's doing it. He, he's running out of money. But uh, Letitia James is going to, if he doesn't pay up, he's going to take all his properties in New York. So 
uh, Mike Braun, he's, he's going to send him a check. Todd Young's going to send him a check. Eric Holcomb's going to send him a check. Uh, Jefferson Shreve's going to send Trump a check. So, uh, you know, hey, help help your fearless leader out. You know, he needs it. You know, he's a, a multi-billionaire asking for donations. Now, put that one well, in. Well, I mean, he's, 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 he's. He wouldn't he's, ask for him if know, he didn't get him. Yeah, he gets yeah, I mean, so, I mean, I don't. He's on the hook. Yeah, he does it. He's on the hook for almost half a billion dollars. Yeah, well, a little. Yeah, yeah a little more than a half billion, if, if depending on who's yeah. doing the math. Because mm-hmm. I've yeah. heard uh, figures all the way up to like six hundred and some thousand, uh, six hundred and some million, mm-hmm. which is a little bit over half a billion. But yeah. um, that, that's that's his problem. That you know, uh, the the sneakers. Uh, my understanding is now this is what I was told. Uh, a good friend of mine called me last night and said that it's a pretty clever grift because there hasn't been one manufactured yet. There was just a prototype that he showed. Um, they, they haven't even started making them yet. And uh, you can go on the website and pre-buy, you know, you pre-purchase mm-hmm. it, but refunds are not allowed. So if they never go into, <laughs> they, if they never go into production you and you've already paid, you just lost your money. Uh, and if he doesn't have enough money to get them into production, oh well. So go ahead. I don't care about these people buying them. Go ahead. And you know what's crazy? The, Spend the it. The resale value. People are trying to buy. Buy the, them for just, the resale. Just value. the rights to actually get the shoes. Yeah. Is They're that what you were thinking? To, oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. People are yeah. paying up to fifty thousand dollars. I saw that. Just I saw to that. Buy the shoes. I saw that online. Right to get the shoes. They're, 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 people are selling the reservations exactly. for the shoes for fifty grand. for fifty grand. Yeah, Ridiculous. up to fifty grand. And and eBay, the prices are all over the place. I looked on there that marketplace. Uh, good for them. <laughs> good for them. them. Their money, their hard on money. Yeah, do it. That's on them. That's on them. Uh, but you know what though. So it, it, the, the amount of time, a sneaker is not going to get you half a billion dollars. I'm sorry. You know, they're not Michael Jordan. They're not Nike. Uh, they're not even Reebok or Adidas or, uh, you know, what Vans, you name Converse. They're just not. And so uh, good for, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a nice little grift to get a little extra pocket change. But that the amount of money that's owed, those shoes are not the sale of those shoes will not touch it uh, a whole lot of other entrepreneurs are going to make more money than he will if they're selling just the re- reservations for up to fifty thousand dollars the reservation to buy it up to fifty thousand that's crazy i find it hilarious really because i mean you know ugh. people are crazy <laughs> people are yeah, stuff. It's, yeah. It's, it's insane yeah i don't I don't begrudge him that. Let him, you know, let him keep following. I, well, know. he's going to need it. I mean, mm-hmm. what is this trial start March 23rd up in New York? I think it's the 25th, the, the, which is a Monday. Uh, the hush, the hush Money trial, uh, March 25th? Yep, 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 yep. That one's going to uh, go. That one's going to go. Uh, yeah. And the um, amount of money that, but, uh, again, I'm sitting here counting everybody, other people's money, but uh, so be it. Do it. You know. Yeah. yeah. Well, he's gonna he's gonna need it because uh, they said he paid fifty three million dollars uh, in mm. legal fees last year. Fifty well, three million. He, and a a good portion of that came out of donations from supporters. And the question is how much you know? But that's fifty three million. The fact that he's got to put up almost four hundred million in cash. Uh, and you think a tennis shoe is going to get him 400 million in cash or individual? No, no, 
Mm-mm. No. Mm-hmm. He's going to have to start. To, and then what's her name? Tish James said that if he defaults on any of these within a reasonable amount of time, she's going to start seizing assets, which is good for her. She'd start taking stuff. Yeah. So if he doesn't liquidate on his own, they'll take it. So yeah. it's, it's fun to sit back and watch the party, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. The troubling thing is that yeah. people would pay $50,000 for, for a pair of sneakers and people still vote for him in majorities mm-hmm. uh, and, and in the primary races. That's really troubling and befuddling to me because mm-hmm. the man's a, a proven liar. I mean, he was just on television um, in the town hall. I think it was, uh, that would, I don't know if it was yesterday or the day before he was in a town hall mm. in South Carolina. I think it was yesterday. Mm. I mean, and he said some outrageous things, again, that uh, the Presidential Records Act, despite the fact that it says that all presidential papers belong to the government, the, the people of the mm. United States, once they leave office, he still sat up there and said, I have the right, I have the right to take anything I want from the White House. I have the right to keep these. I mean, it's just like he just can't see black and white laws written and right before his eyes. He just, he's just oblivious to the truth. Mm. Well, there, there's no, uh, there's no reason for the truth, uh, especially if you have no use for it. Um, And it doesn't fit into his, (laughs) it just simply does not fit. Uh, but you know, there, there are folks that, you know, no matter what, I mean, because as long as there are people like the Jim Joneses of the world, the David Koresh's and, and, you know, to a larger extent, to a smaller extent, I think, um, Donald Trump, because I don't think he's as intelligent as those men were, those demons were. He, I don't think he's that intelligent, but he does have a lot of people around him who are, uh, this, that, that are, are smart and can, um can do some real damage, uh, more so than what he's done. But anyway, I, I don't wonder anymore about why, you know, how people are following. They're following because he's talking, he's, he's talking their language. He's saying what they want him to say. He's, you know, he's anti-democracy, pro-dictator, and, and there's, a, there's always been a segment of our society that believed in, you know, that believes strongly that this needs the, they don't like democracy and they want to, they want a dictatorship. So, I mean, it's I, I think the fact that where we are now in our in our point, our point in in, uh, in our point in time uh, with social media, television, you know, the the, the speed of of media, how we're, we're connected, I think is, is put in our faces uh, and made real a lot more than it ever was. But this this element, this segment of our society has always been there. He's just tapped into them. They've always been there. Yeah, they've always been yeah, there. It's James. really, it's it's really a sad situation. It really is. Not only that, but I think that he has some racial issues too. I mean, that, mm-hmm. that's the part that that he's tapping into. It's the, the racial animus, which has fear. always been there. You know, it's always the fear, been there. Yeah. The yeah. fear, yeah. Politics of fear, yeah. yeah. Uh, the 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 big uh, ugly black folks are going to come and get you. Be beware. They want what you have, and they're taking over and all that other. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Uh, sh- Lifestyles with Eric. Go ahead. How are you? Wow, I got on first. 
so happy. Happy Wednesday, everybody. It's been a couple days. How yes? How's everybody doing? How was the weekend for everybody? Good. How about for you? Good. Not not no complaining. No complaining at all. Um, I've been having a little bit of a Facebook debate. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, and and not only that, I've been also debating with just individuals, but it to me shouldn't even be a debate. I'm talking about District Attorney Fonnie Willis. Now, I you know I, I don't want to go too far with it, but I'll say this: I've been watching some legal experts, not people that are trying to bash her because she's prosecuting Trump. That's not it. Um, the whole point is this: um, I was watching Judge Joe Brown the other day. He has a podcast he does mm-hmm. with this young lady, and mm-hmm. just listening to him as a former judge. And what he was saying about Fonnie Willis is that she could have disclosed a few things to the judge a while ago, and, and, and we wouldn't even be having this discussion. She could have came to the judge, since she's an officer of the court, and said, hey, judge, I've been having a relationship with this gentleman, or it's over with now, whatever, whatever. And maybe we wouldn't be having this discussion. Now, I'm getting a lot of feedback on Facebook from only African-American women, and they seem to think there's some empowerment. They're, they're using her attitude as empowerment, and I'm trying to figure out why. She, she, first of all, when she was being questioned the other day, this is what I found out from uh, watching Judge Joe Brown's podcast. So anyway, she wasn't even supposed to do that. She barged in because she, she heard them talking, and actually her attorneys were arguing for her in the background to prevent her from having to even go up and speak. But instead, she said, you know what, no, I'm going in anyway. So she basically has opened up a can of worms a little bit on her own is what I was listening to is what Joe, Judge Joe Brown was saying. He said that even if she's able to continue with the case, she's also, she's also made some IRS things maybe pop up as far as the cash money um, that oh. she's been saving and other things. And he was saying that we don't know if she's gotten a bribe from the, the DNC, the Democratic National Convention, to even – to prosecute uh, Donald Trump is just so many different legality things. It's not the fact that um, just the fact that she's had an, uh, an, a relationship with somebody that was married, but judges and courts and things like that and attorneys, they look at character. They look at that kind of stuff. They really frown on people having affairs and things like that, even mm. though the defense is that they do it too. Everybody does it. That's not the point. The point is that now her character is being pushed into this. She could be an excellent attorney, but now we're paying attention to her personal affairs. And I think that's what a lot of black women, only black women are defending, um, are really not looking at. There's legal things to what is going on because you're technically not supposed to be in a relationship with your boss and then she gives you a job. So that's the reason why they're saying, well, when did this relationship end? When did it start? When did the physical stuff stop? I mean, a lot of things have been said that we don't need to be hearing because she's a DA. Now, I'll move forward. Letitia James evidently did not have any skeletons in her closet because if she did, I'm sure Trump's team would have dug into into her. So she was able to win the case. Nobody's saying anything about her. Nobody, you know trying to drag her family or name through the mud. She was able to finish it. She's won without any personal, anything of her personal life coming out. But this in Atlanta now is looking like the case is tainted only because of her personal issue. I'm done. What do you guys think? I disagree. Okay. (laughs) I'm a a black woman. But it's not even, well, come on. 
if she was white, though, and, would, would, and having an affair, not an affair because she wasn't married. If she was a white lady, you don't think because it's Donald Trump or any, a former you president. You can think whatever you want. You can draw. You can to look under and see what she has going on, Tina. That's you can, you can, you can think whatever you want. But when it comes to the relevance of what they're trying to prove, how relevant is that to the fact that Donald Trump and gang tried to steal an election? And there what legal, does that have to do just, with the fact? Well, let me finish. What okay. does that have to do with the fact? How has that tainted her prosecution and her investigation and her finding of fact that Donald Trump and his, his minions tried to steal an election? How has we're more focused on her personal stuff. You now. are. You are they are. But how has that, that? What 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 does her personal life have to do with the fact that Donald Trump and his minions tried to steal an election lifestyles? What does that have to do with it? With money. Tina, this is going to affect the case. You know that. You do no, know that. No, come on. If she's doing any. Oh, my goodness. The, how many times? Did you listen to her testimony? With monies. Did what? you listen to I you first of all you listen to Judge Joe Brown and I'm you know the, I'm a little skeptical I mean, of that. Just, second mean, of all, wanna... second of all lifestyles, if you listen to any of her testimony, the judge in that case threw out three-fourths of that line that you're giving me now, that line of questioning because he was going to relevance. This is irrelevant. That's irrelevant. Why do we need to know? Why do we need to know that the guy she was dating had uh, cancer and was undergoing cancer treatment? Why do we need to know that her daddy taught her? This is a black cultural thing. And come on, Lifestyles, you know about black culture. You've been black all your life. So have I. When have you ever not known? Tell me one black person that you do not know who believes and ascribes to the theory that, hey, I always keep money in my house because you never know when you're going to need. Well, that's an IRS issue. That's an IRS issue. No, it's a cultural issue. And you know it. And she explained it. Her daddy explained it. Everybody else explained it. If the IRS wants to look into it, let them. But again, what does that have to do with the fact that she has built an ironclad case against these folks who tried to take an election from the people of Georgia? Because you don't hire somebody you're messing around with. To do, that's the, what I'm saying is they've already said that it's a le- it's legal things that she. Sh- that's all I'm saying, Tina. Uh, no, I, 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 I don't. I don't agree with you, and it, I don't think it's because I'm a woman either. I don't think it's because I'm a woman either. I think, and and in comparing her to Letitia James, okay, I think so that's a false this equivalency. Man. This was a man, a black man. Uh, I thought it was a black man. And you know he was, what? Here, here's the thing. The, 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 the problem is, it's Donald Trump. And what they would like to do is mess up. It's like, look over here at these shiny yeah. objects. You've talked about that before when the okay. press has, when people have focused on stuff that has nothing to do with what the real issue is. This but has nothing to do. They went I'd fishing. I want my attorneys to dig, too. They I mean, went fishing. Okay. James, go ahead. Go ahead, James. You wanted to weigh in here. Ahead, uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> I have a lot to say about this because uh, I just... I've been looking at information, and I I, I understand what Lysels is is saying, but oh, I do believe I, no wait 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 I do believe if if the more he reads because he's so sharp he'll 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 come around I think to, to Tina's position because I'll tell you what really blew the case out of the water mm-hmm. uh, in in Willis's favor was uh, the testimony of her of her dad former yes. attorney mm-hmm. John C Floyd the third. And the reason being was because he corroborated her testimony. He came, went to live with her lifestyles in mm-hmm. 2019, 
she wasn't as the the uh, defendants in the cases against her, including Trump, are trying to mm-hmm. say that this relationship mm-hmm. with Wade, Mr. Wade, goes back uh, three or four years. She no. she was he came to live with her at her house in Atlanta in 2019, and she was dating a, somebody else. Uh, yeah, uh, the DJ. I, the he, DJ. I watched yeah, the DJ. whole thing, James. Wait, wait, wait. Let, me, let, wait, let him finish. Let him finish, Leslie. Was, let him finish. Was, that's one thing, and then. She dated him for a while. He was in and out of the house all the time. And then um, he said that he did not see or meet Mr. Wade until 2023. And then here's another thing that she when she would go. Well, let me back up. When they were living in that house, Fannie Willis had to flee because people were outside her house after Trump had been. I mean, uh, well, she'd been, been a, you know, elected prosecutor, and she was yeah. you know, involved in some stuff where she became – they just uh, came to her house calling her, he said, the N-word and other words in front yeah. of her house demonstrating. She had to leave within four months. He didn't know the exact time of him getting there, and he didn't – she did not disclose to him where she was going. It was too dangerous. She didn't disclose to him. She lived in several places, like moved like four times. She went on vacations, and she did not tell him where she was going. So the, pres- uh, the uh, defendant tried to say, well, didn't she tell you where? No. And, and, you know, she had to leave the house, because, and he said it was dangerous for him to be there. And he, like Tina said, taught her to keep cash all the time. Mm-hmm. I just saw last night a Napa Valley connoisseur, wine connoisseur, remembers her and Wade coming there in 2022, I think it was, on one okay. of these uh, getaways, and she paid him for the the sit yeah. down with wine and meal over four hundred dollars in cash. Well, let, let, here here's another one, James. This is the one that did it for me. To me, oh, this goodness. is what blew the case out of the water, and what just kind of just just takes all of the air out of the argument that why would you hire somebody that you're sleeping with or you have an uh, an, an uh, a relationship with? That the 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 one that got it for me was the former governor of Georgia, right? The former governor of Georgia who was just yeah, a part of that good old boy. That he wouldn't take it. He yeah. wouldn't take it. Take the job. He, yeah, he would not take it. And they so she hired Nathan Wade on November 1st. And November 1st was the date that they're, they're trying to prove that whatever, that's the date that she hired. The judge, former uh, attorney, former governor of, of Georgia and everything else, had his meeting with her on the 26th of October. So okay. she had been going okay. through, she had been going through all kinds of folks. She also explained that there were a number of people that she considered well in advance of Mr. Wade, but they did not want to take the job. And even the governor said Mr. Wade was a good organizer and was a good choice because a whole lot of folks did not want to take that job prosecutors yeah. did not want to take the job because of money mm-hmm. because of safety mm-hmm. because of security, security and all kinds of and other money. things and money so why money. not yeah, hire somebody money. that is friendly to you that you know will do the job that will take it and will get it done it makes no sense looking at this like this i know i'm not but it's like it makes I mean, no I'm sense not a legal expert so the legal experts say more they can explain more about this than me they can I, explain I, like uh, I don't know what i'm talking about but it seems like the legal experts seem to be able to find the legal parts of this instead of just saying, well, she was messing around with the guy. And she, you know, it's deeper than that. And I guess since I can't explain myself as best as a legal. Well, you know, they don't have any receipts to, I mean, they, if they had receipts, they would, they don't, that's why they got Mr. Wade on the stand. They don't have any smoking gun, you know, evidence to 
to to prove they were even uh, asking her dad you know, how he knew so. he said well the attorneys prepped me they i just think his age might he i think he said a little too much because i watched everything i just think he said a, disclosed a little too much yeah. Uh, yeah because he's an older gentleman i think he was just kind of talking too much uh-huh. but that's just my opinion that's yeah. uh, just an opinion yeah uh legally 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 speaking lifestyles i couldn't disagree with you more uh, in terms of now i will here's where i will give it to you okay i am disappointed that a little bit more i don't know that that a little bit more professionalism wasn't exercised about herself i'm sorry that's what it is. She has no cooped about herself. Oh, come on. She's an intelligent woman. Uh, y'all, you see, now let's, let's not, like let's not. A, change. I wish she, she would have used a little bit better she judgment. going to beat that lady up. I mean, come on. I wish she, she would have no used coop. a little bit better judgment in the choices yeah. that she made with Mr. Wade. I do. That would have, that would have, you know, but you know what? Here's well, the thing. she wasn't married, right? So she could do whatever she wants to do. If you want to sleep with a married man, when, that's her business. When people are right? marching in front of your house, mm-hmm. calling you names. Yeah, and you got to move and move and move. So, she, yeah, she's just down there. She's down there living the life lifestyle. She's and doing whatever no, she no, wants no, to no, do. No, 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 don't do that. And, yeah. she's making it, and she's making it. That's a distraction, too. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, I'm going to go to every black church and make it like it's a black thing. And now they gave her a award and everything. Mm-hmm. So, wait a minute. Like they said, she didn't go to the black church and say, hey, people, I'm sleeping right, with this okay. guy first. Mm-hmm. She didn't say yeah. that. It's she much ado about like that. They were on her and, huh? I said, I, I think that whatever the criticisms are or, or could be, it's much ado about nothing. Let's feel sorry for Miss Willis. They're picking on her and let's move on. How about that? They're picking on her. She didn't well, do anything wrong. You're right. Let's nothing. move the case against Donald Trump forward. Okay, let's worry about Donald Trump and not worry about whatever she's doing in her background. You're right. It's, that that, has, that, that, that's, that's not the, that's that's not right. the point You're either. Right. I agree but with it's, you. it's much ado about nothing. All of this well, speculation, I think, is okay. is just is harmful. I, like I said, I, Trump is the wrong person. I, if you put like 100 people in line and say, okay, all of y'all are adulterers, mm. all of y'all uh, have, you know, really attacked when you mm. are, you have been in, you know, you've yeah. been involved in infidelity. Let's let the most worst person get in the, get in the uh, front of the mm-hmm. line. Mm-hmm. Trump could I not just, get in the back of that line. He I just pray that she, everything's legal on her end. How about that? Yeah. That's a positive thing to say. I hope everything is legal in her end. There's nothing. Lifestyles, we, we, we'll finish this because I got I another guest waiting. But uh, let me ask right, you this. Why do you think you get so much why do you think you get so much pushback? And why do you think most of that pushback has been for women? Although I'm not pushing back as a woman. Like they feel like some there's some sort of um Yay for her. Because that's what everybody's posting. No, like, uh, no, you that's go, not. Fanny. No, listen, I'm telling you what they're posting. They said she did that or uh yeah. He showed okay. them or okay. something like that, like, you know, like an attitude. You yeah. know, hey, yeah. it makes black women look like they all have that same attitude, which is mm-hmm. not true. Yeah. A stank attitude on yeah. the, on the, on the stand. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. All righty. Yeah. We'll, we'll continue yeah. at another point yeah. in time. James, um, yeah, uh, we're, we're going to get uh, just turn to the badges right now in a few. Let's take a quick break, and we'll be right yeah. back with IMPD and give you an update, that development on the badges. We'll be right back. Let's get back to the conversation. It's Community Connection with Tina Cosby on Praise AM 1310, 95.1 FM, Indy's Inspiration Station. 
And we're back with Community Connection. Tina Cosby here with our contributing analyst, James Patterson. And James, just to to button up the last conversation, we Mm. have got to be mindful enough to understand how not to major in the minors. Mm-hmm. We we have to be mindful enough to not to major in the minors. Yes, that was a disappointing uh, revelation that that had taken place. But look at what a brilliant job she and her team did in a p- potentially bringing to justice uh, one more of these charges against this outlaw. Uh, yes. and I that mean, she, she's brilliant. She Tina, is like brilliant. We, she made mistakes. We all make mistakes. We all make Hello. mistakes. Yeah. So why do we have to? Why do we have to hammer away? I mean, I, I'm, I'm. It disappointed me to find out, but yeah. you know, it's just you wish it wouldn't be. But, right. but I, I mean, it, it is. has nothing to do with no. the case against Mr. Trump and his co-defendants. Not, Not a blasted thing. So anyway, <laughs> so anyway, yeah. anyway, uh, you know what? Uh, as we were saying at the top of the show, there has been a late breaking development over the past couple of hours into that dispute over the Black History Month badges. And we have with us. She is returning with us. She spent so much time with <laughs> us the last time uh, that she came in to talk about. She's retired IMPD uh, officer Sharon Franklin. Um, Sharon, you are here uh, to give us the update. What's the news? Break break the news to us. What is it? Okay, Tina. Well, um, we received an email last night that the badges were in. Uh, uh, at least, the, uh, I guess, the first batch of the badges of those who ordered early around December the 21st. And that the badges were available for us to come to um, Human Resources to pick up the badges. And I must say that... The officers that I bumped into were really, really excited, and a couple of people have posted on uh, Instagram and text messages were going around. Did you get the uh, email about the badges being in? So there's uh, there's some excitement for some of us for the badges, and uh, actually I just showed my badge to another retiree, and he was like, oh, my God, that looks so good. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. And he's, he can't wait to go and pick up his badge because there's an element of pride there. Yeah. Um, you know, people want to dispute facts. You know, it's a, it's just about black history and the contribution of, of you know, what African-Americans have contr- contributed yeah. to the department uh-huh. in any endeavor that has uh, been pre- presented to them. And, you know, people always want to say, um, well, why does it have to be a black thing? Because blacks were not always allowed to do what other races could do legally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Remember that. Uh, yes. Kind of, kind of harkens back to our conversation a little bit just before you came on a little bit. But I guess we. But anyway, we'll let that go. Uh, but you're right. You're right, Sharon. And and uh, James, uh, Sharon sent me a picture of the badge, yeah. Uh, yeah. which I shared with you. And I'm telling you, yeah. looking sharp, looking. Those look good. I like them. I like yeah, them a yeah. lot. Oh yeah. Go ahead. Do you yeah. want to say something, Sharon? Because go ahead. No, it's just a, a pride there. I mean, I'm yeah. not even looking at the badge like a newborn baby. Like, <laughs> oh, this is a newborn baby. And it's just, and I've never been a person to get overly involved in race and this. It, for me, it's always been if it's right, it's right. If it's wrong, it's wrong. You know, if it's yeah. good, it's good. Yeah. If it's bad, it's bad. But this just, uh, especially after, like I, I mentioned on the show the last time, reading about um, uh, Benjamin Thornton, the yeah. formerly enslaved runaway slave uh-huh. that uh, uh, got on the police department. And actually, I started reading that book, Tina. Oh, how is just, it? Even though, 
even though it was in the 1800s, mm-hmm. still some of the things that they were going through on a the department then, we're still going through it now. <laughs> and even with suspects and, you know, it was talking about somebody uh, stabbing him in the head and the police beat the person down. I'm just saying. You, you know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Some haven't changed, but you just can't stab a police officer in the head now. No, no. <laughs> no, no, you can't do that. You can't do that. So, um, so, yeah, but back to the badges. Yes, there's just this element of pride. These badges, and they are, they're very, they're very nice. And, it's, yeah, you're not going to be able to wear it all the time, but it's something that you could pass down to the generations, mm-hmm. your generations, and talk to them about the purpose and why, and we just have to remember, black people weren't always able to be the police. White people could be the police. There was no rules that Mm -hmm. they couldn't be the police. There were rules that we couldn't be the police. So Mm -hmm. this is special. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 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 James, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, well, I have a couple of things to say. Number one, you did send it to me, Tina, and I think it looks really sharp. And when people see it, they will recognize Mm -hmm. it very, very vividly and quickly because it is red black and green and that is are the colors of the pan-african flag or afro-american flag or black liberation flag it was adopted august 13th i looked it up 1920 by the universal improvement association and the african communities league now the flag as officer sharon franklin just told us former officers that the flag was created due to racism against african americans Mm -hmm. i got this from wikipedia in 1920 with the help of marcus garvey so this was created as a pride source because it i also read where it said that the only people there was a song going around which which kind of um compelled marcus garvey to make that red black and mm-hmm. green flag was mm-hmm. that everybody every american has their flag every country has their flag mm-hmm. rather except the excuse me this is a you know the coons and that that's unfortunate uh, language but yeah. that was what was used to compel them to make this flag make the and flag, it's just yeah. it's just a i mean it, i'm like Sharon franklin i I like, you know, justice, uh, red, green, pink, white, uh, black, whatever, brown, justice. You do something wrong, you do it to your neighbor, I think you should, you know, yeah. have, be an account for it, have, have, be held to account. But this is a source of pride, and this lets people not forget, like she just said so beautifully, that one time we couldn't be the police. And we have come so far, but so far to go because of these lessons that need to be taught. Yeah. Not to make anybody feel guilty, mm-hmm. but to just put these stories on their mind. Yeah. And Sharon, yeah. um, you are retired, of course. Uh, so mm-hmm. what, what's the what's what's next steps now? I mean, will the officers start uh, the 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 active officers start wearing these immediately or will they, you know, for the remainder what's left of Black History Month? Um, I know that there's been talk about uh, rolling them out again or rolling them out in full for uh, Juneteenth. So what's what? Where do we go yeah. from here? What's now I'm, that I'm disappointed? Well, you know, you know, I was going to add that I'm disappointed because there's yeah. only eight nine days left. If they yeah. get them today, there's only nine days left. If they get them tomorrow, eight days left. So tell us about that, uh, uh, Sharon Franklin. Yeah. 
Well, I, I can't speak to that because I'm really not an active officer. Okay. And so, Tina, that would be a question that you would have to uh, speak to the mayor or Chris of the uh, Chris Bailey, the new appoint, newly appointed chief about. And I certainly because, will. Uh, mm-hmm. That that is above where I'm at in in this realm of things. Uh, and so, and I'm not authorized to tell anybody to wear anything, and policies change, and general orders change. So I don't know, um, but I do know. Again, I ran into a couple mm-hmm. of active officers that were really happy that they had their badges and that the badges had come in. So yeah, that's a question for uh, Chief um, Bailey to answer, mm-hmm. not me. Mm-hmm. I was just speaking uh, from a retirement, a retiree's point of perspective, that we are happy. Uh, because we can wear them anywhere we want to or how we want to. Um, <laughs> yeah, you um, But active officers on duty, though, uh, uh, former Officer Franklin, uh, you know, to me, it, that's one of the things, that's one of the reasons why they wanted them to, from the start of the month is, is because we had that, that, you know, that brouhaha, uh, mm-hmm. uh, you know, them not getting ordered on time at the beginning of the month. And, yeah. you know, we had that press conference with uh, former mm-hmm. public safety director Turner and mm-hmm. with, uh, you know, um, 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 who was the other? Yeah, uh, ter- uh, Turner and uh, uh, Rush, Elder was, Rush. Uh, Elder Lionel Rush, Elder Rush, yeah. Elder Rush. That's why we had all that mm-hmm. was because they did, they weren't going to get here in time. So here we go. Nine days to go. Here we go. Again, again, here's a short end of the stick. We don't know whether it was an intentional act or whatever, but you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I, I know you can't really comment, but yeah. that's. Oh no no no! Yes, I do understand what you're saying. Um, and to to let you know how special this occasion is, um, they have they always have a retiree breakfast um, every year. So this year, uh, the retiree breakfast Saturday, and there's going to be a, a special blessing uh, over the of the badges because the ministers um, realize you know want to reiterate how special this this oh, that's is. Nice. So there is going to be a be nice. blessing of those ble- uh, badges and tina you the media is invited and i think they're saying that the breakfast i mean that the blessing will be around 11 uh a.m on saturday mm-hmm. at the retiree bre- breakfast okay well thank you where's that going to be um, that retiree breakfast is going to be um, Saturday, and it's not open to the public, but uh, the media is more than welcome to invite uh, to come. As far as I, that I've been told, uh, it's going to be at the Jewish Community Center at the J. Um, okay. Yeah, JCC Community mm-hmm. Center. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, in order. It's usually at Martin University, but um, this year they had to move it there because I guess of uh, scheduling conflict. Mm-hmm. So they're going to move. It's it's there this year at least, but it's been at the uh, Martin University. Um, but uh, yeah, it's it really is. And again, uh, James, again, I always want to reiterate the reason for people that want to make a big deal out of this. It's because black people couldn't be the police at one time, and they had to change rules and laws for us to become police officers, mm, which yeah. has been a very uh, nice career for some i mean if you manage your money you have a nice pension and you don't have to get in your old age wondering how you're going to make it and where you're going to get insurance Mm -hmm. and so it's an honorable profession um if you make it that way it has been for me Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. i I can only speak for me and some of those who are in my immediate circle Mm -hmm. it has allowed us to have a nice lifestyle in our 60s Mm -hmm. (laughs) 
Mm-hmm. So uh, I can only think about some of the runs that I took as a young officer, mm-hmm. thinking about some of those people that were in their 50s and 60s that, that only had their uh, Social Security, and, and that's it. And I can't imagine trying to make it off a $900 a month Social Security yeah. check today. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, uh, so... Again, and that's why it's important because we were able to get in these careers so that we can make a a, a decent living mm-hmm. so that when we got towards uh, our uh, later latter years in life. Well, in case you are just joining us, our guest, retired IMPD officer Sharon Franklin is here with us. And she brings good news, uh, good news uh, regarding the, the badges, yeah. the Black History Month uh, commemorative badges that IMPD had uh, had wanted uh, to wear. Uh, there was a snafu in terms of getting them ordered in time for Black History Month. Uh, they did arrive today. They arrived today, right? These these are the fir- this is the first batch. Are there, are there going to be others? Do you know? Um, so I don't know, but I, I did uh, speak to someone and they said that uh, some of the badges, so that would lead me to believe that the mm-hmm. ones that got ordered late hadn't arrived yet, but okay. the ones that got ordered early, early had arrived. Yeah. So I'm, I don't know that to be a fact. I do know that mine was there. And I <laughs> ordered on December the 21st. Yeah, and, and you know what? The, the beauty of this is going to be that uh, not only are these badges going to be worn uh, by uh, black officers, they're going to be worn by all officers of all, yeah. you yeah. know, walks, yeah. all so there colors. Are, and there are yes. white officers and other officers, mm-hmm. but I do know that there were white officers that ordered the badge mm-hmm. and they were excited about the badge and wanted the badge as well. In support. You're right, Tina. Yeah, in support. And, and we yeah. appreciate uh, that support oh, yeah. and that gesture. Uh, and, and the chief said he even ordered one uh, that he'll be uh, wearing. But, well, okay, well, I know to, it just uh, it just happened, and I can't thank you enough for letting us know uh, so that we can get you on here and let everybody know that they are in. So, hey, look for I, I guess we can look for them. We'll find out a little bit more from IMPD. Uh, but, um, Sharon, they, it looks good. I, I like the picture. I like <laughs> it looks really good. I- it's yes, it good. is. I mean, like I said, it's a sense of pride. And so, yes, I had to let you know. So since that fight has started, you know how we started <laughs> fighting and we'll just stay mad forever. I'm like, OK, we can tone down our madness now. <laughs> yeah, tone it down because it has arrived. So thank you so much, Sharon, for calling in. And yeah. uh, we'll be back in touch with you. I, I do I, I do want to follow up with the Juneteenth, uh, whatever that's going to be. Uh, but, you know, from all indications, there's going to be some kind of uh, – a special recognition of these badges uh, around Juneteenth. So uh, we'll look forward to that as well. Okay. And then some, like, and yeah, again, some officers are excited. They've posted it on Facebook, some some of their Facebook pages, and they might be locked. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can only talk about what I see. But anyway, I just want you to know that we have, or they have come in, and we are proud. All right, then. Well, be proud, girl. Go on. <laughs> be proud right. with this badge. So. Thank, right. thank you so much. much for your time. All righty. Thank you, Sharon. And uh-huh. guess what, uh-huh. James? We are going yeah. to get to talk more black history with the Children's Museum of Indianapolis. Uh, they all are right. here. Yeah, they're here in studio. Uh, so cool. we're all uh, mic'd up and ready to go, but we're going to get a quick break in. And when we come back, we're going to be talking more black history. We'll be right back. WTOC AM, W236CR, Indianapolis. Keeping you informed with what's happening in and around Indy. It's Community Connection. Brought to you by Child Advocates. Your voice, their future. On Praise AM 1310, 95.1 FM. 
And we're back with Community Connections. Starting our second hour, Tina Cosby here with our contributing analyst, James Patterson. James, uh, wasn't that good news? Don't you like good news when it comes on? Uh, it warms yeah. the heart. It warms yeah. the heart, especially <laughs> on a on a day that started out cold. Actually, it's getting to be pretty warm. At, you know, I think it's, oh, like, yeah, it's supposed to be, be like mid-60s. Mid-60s? Yeah. Can you believe that? Yeah, yeah I, like I, April weather. April, good April weather. Yeah, right in the middle of February. <laughs> well, um, as I was saying at the top of the show, we are, uh, you know, going to be talking black history. You know, it's kind of a Black History Month yeah. themed uh, show. And the Children's Museum of Indianapolis uh, does so many things so, so very well. And um, I couldn't let a Black History Month go by without asking, hey, what y'all got? What are you, you know, what are you all doing? So uh, here with us now uh, is Hyacinth Rucker. She is the manager of public and media relations at the Children's Museum of Indianapolis. And Hyacinth, you and I, we, we, we were talking. AJ made a point, uh, uh, James, that does every, everybody knows everybody. So I, <laughs> it just happens. So it just so happened that Hyacinth and I worked together at WISH a couple of years ago. We won't say how many. We'll, <laughs> we'll how, leave that. We'll, we'll leave that, that alone a couple of years ago at Wish TV. But anyway, welcome to the show. Glad Thank to have you. you here with us. Thank you. So so what's going on down there? You, you guys usually don't have too much going on, right? Um, <laughs> it, it's busy. It's busy. Uh-huh. Always a lot going on. Always. I just love the Children's Museum. I, I know you do too, AJ, because you said they keep you busy going oh, down. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Way yeah. too busy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, so far, my grandson has yet to go. Oh, no. Uh, he's never been. He's three. He just turned three. Actually, a month ago today, he turned three. He turned three the the 21st of January and we we don't want to introduce him to it too soon because he'll want to go all he, he'll be like really? AJ's kids yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. you got to bring him on over to Playscape like yeah that's exactly where he like, and go to the children's museum yeah, yeah. well it wouldn't be me anyway it, it, you know I, I that that's that's a parent's job you can go you can go no honey I did my time <laughs> I did my time at the children's museum I'm telling you I did my time including field trips and and regular yeah. visits and field trips and field trips but anyway Black History month um so what what do you have for us what what can you share well, with us one thing i'll tell you is that mm -hmm. one thing the children's museum of indianapolis does so well is celebrate african-american mm -hmm. history all year long yeah, yeah we we have so many places with throughout the museum that you can learn about mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, black americans um and i'm going to give you just a few um you know of the mm -hmm. areas mm -hmm. and one i mean we all familiar with the 18 art collective Right from okay. um, you know doing the mural that they did on Indiana Avenue. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so there's like a small version of that mm -hmm. um, where you can come and and see those pieces of art. Okay. Um, on a smaller scale, um, in the museum. So that's there all year all year round. You can come and learn about that. Um, one thing I I love, and this is for the girls on the um you know that are listening uh -huh. but um in our american pop area there's barbies right so you uh -huh. can see um different barbies like ava duvernay um and if you're not familiar with her she's the first black woman to win best director at the sundance film festival among, oh, among, yeah. Ava okay. Did I say it wrong? No, no, no. Go okay. Ahead. I may have <laughs> um, said it wrong myself. So. Um, then we also have Gabby Douglas mm -hmm. um, and Misty Copeland. So there are a number of different Barbies that you're going to find in American Pop mm. that are there all year long. Mm. Um, but you're going to also learn about scientists. So Dr. Christine M. Darden, and you may know mm -hmm. her from Hidden Figures. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So in our um, Beyond Spaceship Earth 
um, section of the mm-hmm. museum, which is on the lower level. I just um, watched that movie again the other you day. You did? Yeah, it was, a, you know how a lot of stations will play in, in honor of Black History Month and they, they brought it. I hadn't seen it for several years, yeah. but I remember how very much I enjoyed it the first time. And I watched it again like I'd never seen it before. But it was, it was, just, it was a good just, movie. It's a good movie and it was so refreshing and heartening to see us yes uh the sisters doing, doing some amazing thing. things and we, we've always known there have been smart brilliant brilliant sisters out there they yeah. just haven't always gotten the recognition yeah yet. so you yeah. can learn about her mm-hmm. um from an athlete standpoint mm-hmm. um our riley sports legends area which is not open right now it opens march 16th yeah um but tamika catchings you know the city knows her well uh-huh. um reggie miller wilma rudolph these are just some of the a few people that you're going to learn about mm-hmm. when you come to the museum. So you don't have to come just during this month yeah. of February. Of course, you can definitely come, but <laughs> yeah. you can come any mm-hmm. month of the year and you're going to yeah. learn about all of these amazing mm-hmm. African-Americans. It's just that the month of February, I'm sure there are special spotlights on uh, certain uh, aspects of African-American history, just a spotlight, yeah. not not to say that it's not there year round. And James, one of the things I always enjoy about the Children's Museum is when I go, even as an adult, I learn something every single time because there's so many exhibits rotating in and out of there. And I find myself, you know, sit, you know, standing there with my jaw open, looking like, well, I didn't know that. And then yeah. trying to find. And then before you know it, you've lost yourself and you've lost track of your child. And then you got to call <laughs> and say, where they go? <laughs> Get them on the intercom. And stuff. Right. But, no, but it's it, it's that kind of a vibe there. Yeah. It, James, have you been there recently? No, but, I, you know, uh-huh. I used to take take we used to go. When when our children were younger, mm-hmm. we used to go all the time. Mm-hmm. We used to be, mm-hmm. and I, you know, I just I've been thinking all of this 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 time what I was going to say when um, they came on, and mm-hmm. one one thought went back about because we're talking history, right? And and Hyacinth, do you do you remember the exhibit about because you're talking about I think uh, modern history and and historical figures too. Mm-hmm. When you talk about the the the, the, the lady at the Center. I think her name was Johnson. But anyway, if they had this one exhibit that we just loved, and it had the hysterical Charles Drew and you know mm-hmm. all of those early black inventors. Is there anything there like that now in one place? Historical black inventors and entrepreneurs mm-hmm. uh, who brought things to our world that people wouldn't believe. You know, like um, the. The, the light bulb, you know. Um, yeah. He, yeah. It, yeah. It, it, do you have something? There? So we do have on our lower level a section mm-hmm. that is dedicated to inventors. So I'm so mm-hmm. glad you brought that up because I hadn't gotten a chance to touch on that. <laughs> um, <laughs> and for example, Elijah McCoy, the inventor, yes. inventor of the automatic lubricator known as the real McCoy. Um, yes. One one thing I saw um, on this um, pamphlet that I'm looking at, it it um, said that, you know, when you get off the elevators at the museum, you may, you know, just think about the fact mm-hmm. that a black American, Alexander Miles, invented automatic elevator doors. So, yeah. I mean, something that we are so accustomed to every day, right, um, was invented by a black American. So, yeah. I, and what about Louis Latimer? I mean, he has patents from how he helped Thomas Edison with that light, the filament, yeah. the um, can, incandescent filament was one of his main uh, inventions mm-hmm. because the light bulb would not stay on more than a few seconds until he put that 
incandescent filament in there, which which gave it life for hours, and then mm. they approved it, and it was you know days, weeks, months. But mm. uh, Louis Lattimore is he in there? You know what? I don't mm-hmm. think he is, but yeah. I will say Granville T. Woods is known yeah. as the He's Black Edison. Mm-hmm. Yes, and he invent his inventions were in telecommunications. So there are a number mm-hmm. um, of Black Americans that you are going to find. Um, I do want to touch on some of the events that are happening. Um, this month before mm-hmm. before it's um, over yeah. before it's over and that is our free freewheeling bikes workshop um it's happening this friday throughout the day um you can explore african-american history while using stem skills to hold your own bike race oh. so that's fun if you like riding so major, bikes major taylor uh <laughs> influence there <laughs> so yeah. yeah and then yeah. we have our visiting scientist mm-hmm. is is an african-american woman her name is Dr. Carlotta Berry. She mm. is amazing. Mm. And she is going to be here with a lot of other organizations on Saturday for Engineers Day. Um, Word Warner is going to be there. Subaru is going to be there. Mm. But this is all to get people excited about STEM, specifically girls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And women. And women, yeah, because we're not... We, we generally we're not steered that direction, right? You know, coming up, we're just not. Uh, you know, I I think some of that is changing. Um, I I have a cousin uh, who uh, she's she's been in the space for. She's she's literally a rocket scientist, if if you can imagine that. Uh, but I remember when she was younger, uh, one of the highlights of her life was to go to um, Huntsville, Alabama, to the NASA. Um, the areas down there and some other things. And she, she's just been fascinated with it. And so now she's been promoted to some kind of a project that has to do with the moon. She called me the other day and I can't follow her conversation after she says hello, (laughs) after she says hello, cousin, I'm lost. But, uh, you know, but, but again, she has, has parlayed that love that she had. And it it had to be a little bit difficult early on, but she never got discouraged, you know, and so there's so many women uh, like her and others that we want to keep encouraged. Uh, you know, we want that next generation to to know that this is possible. And it's always nice to see people doing what you want to do. Hidden figures no more. We don't want that anymore. No, no, no. But uh, so, so Hyacinthi, the the museum just grows by leaps and bounds. Uh, it's it's hardly recognizable. I think it's like twice. It, I know it's crazy, but it feels like it's twice the size uh, it was when I first started taking my young adults there, and they're 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 thirty ish, something like that. But um, uh, what, I can't it, believe that because I remember when they were little. Uh, well, believe it. <laughs> uh, my son will be twenty nine in May. Oh my goodness! Yeah, almost thirty. But uh, my daughter is a little bit younger. But the um. The this the the hours, uh, you know, uh, the engagement, you know, with with the community has anything like that changed since you've been there? I mean, or or basically the same hours. I know that certain times of the year there's there's like free or reduced admission. Yeah, um, so we there, do those have things, a couple yeah. free days, and I can tell you a couple uh-huh. the the three that are still left for the year because we just had one on President's Day this past Monday. Oh, okay. Um, but Juneteenth Jamboree. Mm -hmm. Um, coming up on June 1st. That is a free day, as well as our Fiesta de la Familia on Mm -hmm. September 25th. I'm I'm sorry, September 15th. And then we always do a Christmas Eve free Uh day. Uh So um, we, you know, we offer, um, I'm sorry, it's a reduced 
Well, it is a free day, but it's not a full day. Okay, okay. So it's not 10 to 5, it's 10 to 2. But, yeah, I've always found your uh, countdown to noon charming as well. It yeah. is the <laughs> cutest little event. I uh-huh. honestly hadn't gone to that event till I started working there, and uh-huh. it is one of my favorites now. Yeah. Oh, is it? Um, yeah. Yes, it really is, and it's like... I don't know the excitement uh-huh. the you know it's it's packed that atrium area is mm. literally packed like sardines yeah. <laughs> and then you have the confetti and the countdown and it's just uh. when you to do it at a reasonable hour right <laughs> I think I've I've gotten a little older so <laughs> you know the countdown to midnight James is <laughs> It's a New Year's Eve thing at at the museum, and it's called Countdown to Noon at the Children's Museum that they do every year. Yeah, Countdown to Noon for New Year's Eve. It's a reasonable hour. They do it at noon, and they do one more at one. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. And so it just it's a reasonable hour. You're awake. (laughs) Yeah, you're not like that's my speed right there. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) me too. (laughs) But uh, so much fun. So, how many kids? I've often wondered: is there a capacity? It, it seems, is a capacity, really? and what? we reach capacity at in many times. Really? Yeah, you could should have seen it on Monday. Oh my goodness! Monday was sold out oh. of all the tickets that could be available, and that's with us. Of course, mm-hmm. capacity is not at its max when you have your Riley Sports Legends area closed. Okay, yeah, that's true. Um, during the cold months, uh-huh. but um, again, it opens March sixteenth, mm. um, so it'll it'll open up. Mm-hmm. Um, we do have a couple other really cool exhibits coming Absolutely, that I want to yeah. throw out there. Please, yeah, while um, you're here. Our Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles mm-hmm. is coming on March 9th. Oh, yes. Um, and so, you know, who doesn't love Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? So it, it's it's having its last They're hurrah. the ones that like pizza, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> that opens March 9th. And then we have an exhibit about Mandela ah. opening June 22nd. So wow. it's detailing his life Mm -hmm. um and it's just a very powerful exhibit wow um you can learn it's not going to be just for kids right it's going to be for adults Mm -hmm. too um and of course the solar eclipse we can't you just mentioned Mm -hmm. was that your cousin or your my cousin yeah your cousin um loving everything with the moon yeah lunar stuff she she's going to be working it's a big it's a big day here in the city so we'll be in on the action yeah (laughs) james uh the other thing i love about the children's museum is that the uh the placards are written in language uh, (laughs) that i can understand as well (laughs) very very simply james written very simply for uh it's for so a child can understand there you go that's where i am so a child if i could leave you with anything for you before you go uh, I'd like for you guys to consider, if you don't already have him in there, you may, Garrett Morgan, who invented the gas mask, would save thousands of lives in those trenches in World oh, War wow. One. Yeah. And he also invented, you know, the three-way traffic signal? Yeah. The, the tra- you know, that w- stoplight that we're yeah. leading to today, he got yeah. that as well. And okay. you know what, James? I was going to mention Garrett Morgan when we were going down because I remember helping – I can't, I, I can't remember if it was my son or my daughter, but they had that as a, uh, when they were in elementary school or maybe, no more than middle school, it was elementary school because I had to help. Middle school, they knew everything. Uh, but in elementary school, um, 
and we learned together about Garrett Morgan, and they were, you know, because they said, "Well, mom, we got, I, mom, I got to do Garrett Morgan." I said, "Well, what? Who is he? What? Tell me about." It. Well, he yeah. invented the traffic light, you know. And then they started telling me. So I remember that I, the yeah. gas mask, James. I didn't realize until later on that 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 was another one, the gas mask, that was yeah. very helpful in wartime, wasn't it? Yeah. That's right. It saved thousands of lives because yeah. they did trench war there in World War One, mm-hmm. and so you know they just shot mm-hmm. over, tried to get bombs into the trenches and when they started using the gas this saved thousands of lives and by the way there was a there was a a cave-in in a tunnel in cleveland this famous tunnel over there and uh his mask was used to go into that tunnel and save lives over there you can look it up too so he was quite extraordinary in what he did you know what i i, I also want to mention um and i i didn't mention the power of children um, our exhibition mm. um, where we have a section specifically about Ruby Bridges mm-hmm. um, yeah. is a very powerful section learning about mm. this small, brave child, right, mm. that was willing to be the first. Yeah. Um, mm. So I, I really First to highly, integrate the yes. school, yeah. 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 Ruby Bridges. She has been to the museum before, hasn't yes, she, she? Has. and has spoken. And didn't she come when the exhibit was first? Uh, yeah, that's what mm-hmm. I thought. That's what I thought. Impressive she's, lady. She, she's, um, I know her and the CEO, Jennifer oh, Robinson, okay. um, are their friends. And she really? She talks to her a lot. Yes. Wow. Wow. Yeah. So yeah. she's been there more than once then? I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> okay, you're sure. I, I'm not, I can't say for certain, but I would imagine mm-hmm. that she's been there quite a few times. And the way that the CEO talks about her, I know that she They're knows her friends. well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. this has nothing to do with black history, but as part of that Power of Children Award, a local uh, child uh, who changed the world uh, with Ryan HIV White. and AIDS awareness, mm-hmm. Ryan White, mm-hmm. uh, a wonderful yeah. exhibit, uh, tribute to him there as well. Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah, and his mom is there. Uh, a lot. She's been there more than once. A lot. Yes, her and um, Jeannie her, her White. his sister. Oh, his sister. Okay, yes. so his, I didn't know his sister was doing the work too. She, yep, she comes. She comes with her mom. Oh wow. Yeah, wow. and yeah. it's Anne Frank and um, Malala. Mm-hmm. Ooh, uh, her last name is leaving me right now. Okay. Yeah. Um, but she is, she's amazing as well. Yeah. Um, speaking yeah. on behalf of women mm-hmm. and young girls. Yeah. The power of children. Yeah. That's a really good, uh, very good exhibit. There's so and many Tina, that are good. Did, huh? No, didn't they have, Tina, that exhibit regarding um, the youth that was killed in Mississippi? Emmett Till. Oh, Emmett Till. Oh, Emmett Till. yes. Yeah. That's I learned big fabulous. big time at that one. That one was unbelievable. I that was remember when I was telling you, James, I had no idea that he had a stuttering problem and that yeah. to overcome that stuttering problem he would do what? Whistled. Whistle. Yeah. What was he accused of and strung up for? Whistling. Whistling Allegedly at a, whistling at a white woman. Happened to be white. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. I that that factoid right there opened up a whole new level of understanding for me. Because I, I I mean no and it's not talked about often, yeah. is it? No, no, it isn't. No, it's just the strength of his mother mm-hmm. is is yeah. one thing that I will say that I yeah. took from that exhibit that mm-hmm. mm, my takes me mm. through you know those hard days that you're mm-hmm. like you know what this woman got up and fought mm-hmm. and looked amazing mm-hmm. doing it. Oh yeah, through some of the, 
something and, and, that and nobody his, wants his to go through. related body, she was like, no, no, I'm putting it on view yes, for the whole was. world mm. to see. Yeah, she yeah. wanted people to know maybe, what happened. Maybe too. Maybe too. Maybe, maybe. too. Maybe. Yeah. And um, you know that you you, you got to believe that there was some anger in there, uh, and some a, a lot of strength. And she pulled it all together to. And that was another that that was a picture that changed the world too. And in a lot of ways that and it's it's enduring. I mean, it's still mm. it still justifies. I saw the um, they had a similar exhibit um, at the. Uh, uh, in Smithsonian Negro, uh, I can't African American his in in DC. In DC, I, mm-hmm. I get the titling wrong, but um, and it had his uh, original casket. casket. Mm-hmm. Not now he's been, since been exhumed and, and placed in a different one that I think will preserve a little. But then that that original one, it was that they they dug up, it was restored and put back. But that 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 casket that you saw in all of those in the one picture in Jet. And and, yeah. and Ebony, mm-hmm. that Amazing. that that was that was surreal yeah, that to stand there and see that. I was like two oh, feet wow. or two three feet away from that. It was mm. it was just chilling to yeah. see that. That's the one that was part yeah. of that picture that um, that enduring picture. I mm-hmm. yeah I and they said that she um or the family. I maybe it was her because I don't know when she passed and when they put this exhibit together and when, because it took them a while to restore the original casket to where it could be on display. Uh restore it back to its original and they did a beautiful job of it. But um either his mother before she passed uh donated that to the Smithsonian or mm. his family don't but anyway, okay. it's it's there and you know that that tells the story so much of it tells the story and the the children's museum with that Emmett Till exhibit did not have one picture not one picture of the the horrifying abuse that Uh that young man underwent so there was I will say there was one picture was it I didn't see it you had to choose to pull it up Oh, because oh, yeah. but so it, it wasn't was, just out there. It was not yeah. just okay, out there. Okay, that's what I thought. Because when for I went you to, to just no, because the the fear was you the know, children. To, yeah, to traumatizing children. But if you chose to pull it up and see it, you could. Was there adult supervision that was necessary to choose that? Um, I don't remember. I don't I, remember we, that option. You know yeah. what? There's there's always uh-huh. um, someone in that exhibition, and that was near that area. Okay. Um, but. There's it was we were giving them mm. the choice. Okay, okay. It was a recommended. So mm-hmm. I know that there was a recommended age mm-hmm. for yes, that exhibit. Yes. So of course you don't want little littles going in there. No, especially no. with no supervision. But if mm-hmm. they were of a certain age, and yeah, they were mm-hmm. given that choice. Yeah, you we were there that together that morning with the unveiling yeah. of it. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. were busy though. I wouldn't bother you. <laughs> it was. High it was. was I had just jam. started. I just started. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, she was working hard, James. So I didn't get to really spend time. <laughs> but uh, Miss Cordelia and a whole lot of folks in the yeah. community, and it was done. There were so many people that were. Um, uh, that were called to help uh, celebrate the opening of this exhibit. That uh, the the opening was done in what two or three shifts, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah you had yeah. T- two or three, and so I was in one of the you know one of the shifts. But um, yeah, that it, it just uh, it was just a wonderful exhibit. Uh, tra- yeah, Tina Teller asked Hyacinth about uh, their visiting mm-hmm. artist program. Yeah, 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 about yeah. that. It's it's intriguing. Yes, we have visiting artist mm-hmm. S. McGee, 
who is going to be with us all year long. And she is a part of the 18 Art Collective. Okay. Um, and she They're is, the ones who wrote that Black Lives, or they they put together that Black Lives Matter mirror, yes, mural on yes. Indiana okay. Avenue. Yes, so S.S. McGee is, is um, with us this year, and she will do workshops throughout the year. I would say to anyone listening to go to childrensmuseum.org mm. to be able to find out when you'll be able to see her mm-hmm. and I know she was um, she was a part of our Black History Month celebration um, on February first. Mm. So I know I remember vividly seeing her mm. helping um, yeah. kids do a yeah. particular art mm. project. Um, but she'll be with us throughout the year. So what the hours uh, the, the and the days? You're still open. What Tuesday so through Saturday? So it's ten to five. Um, right now they're we're we're closed on Mondays, right? Uh-huh. There's select Mondays, and then it is as we get closer to the warmer months, then we'll be open every day of the year. But even I Mondays, even Mondays mm-hmm. in the summertime, yeah. Um, but I I always tell people to go to the website and get your ticket to not wait till you get there. Mm-hmm. You can get probably a better rate if you do that um, mm. by purchasing it in advance. Um, and you can see the difference in rates, right? <laughs> so maybe that changes your decision <laughs> is it, on what day. Is it better for family? I mean, is a family rate better? I or highly recommend a membership. A I membership. highly, you can come two times and you would have purchased a membership, wow. a family of four. And so two trips over as many trips as you want. Membership is unlimited for that entire year. Yeah. What a wonderful so, Christmas, birthday, yeah. and any kind of gift. That you, and the membership is for a family of four? You There are all different types of memberships. All different levels. Yes, okay. there are different levels. You know, there are ones that are geared towards grandparents, like geared towards family members. Uh, you know. I'm going to get rid of that one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to do that one. Well, you I'll, know. End up ta- I'll end up doing it all by myself. You know, yeah. Well, yeah, don't you want to spend some time? No, <laughs> I'll pay for it. <laughs> I would say go to the website, yeah. see which membership is the best one for you where yeah. you're going to get the best bang for your buck right yeah. I've often thought that the, the better deal is the membership because of the unlimited you know access to it it's, yeah. it's just phenomenal two, two times or I mean not to say you're going to come every day but let's say you mm-hmm. come ten times I mm-hmm, mean mm-hmm. that's because there's enough things that you want to come that's gotten five times your money is parking still free it is see, see James this is the key right here <laughs> this is the key free Parking, free parking, yeah. free while it lasts, parking. while it lasts, I'll say, while it lasts. yeah, <laughs> but it is parking, a lot when it fills up, yeah, when the when the garage fills up, and you don't have to go outside. You can use the skywalk. Uh, you don't have to go outside. I mean, you can if you want to, uh, but you you can just stay in the in the garage. Use the skywalk across to the museum. Go right, in, and that's really helpful too with with uh, families and and kids, and you can kind of keep them contained in that little tube and. Push your strollers and and go. Uh, and I so. always tell people there's a Starbucks in there too. So oh, there is. Come on, you can get your coffee there. Uh-huh. <laughs> coffee, uh, okay. It, it does all, James. It's, it's a one stop <laughs> shop. Yeah. But I, yeah. yeah, that free parking is invaluable. It is. It is invaluable. Yes. Yeah. And and you guys touched on a little bit about the visiting scientist, Dr. Carlotta Berry. I think she is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and so we were talking about that movie that Tina saw just saw again recently, Hidden Figures. Mm-hmm. The lady that the main character they were portraying there is Catherine Catherine Johnson. Global Johnson. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Global Johnson. She, you know that some of her calculations, which they had to do by hand back then, they didn't have really a lot of computers. Yeah. 
they're still using those now to put spaceships into orbit. Do you know that still? I mean, that that is an wow. amazing story. And uh, I just wonder, because STEM is such a, it's such a great field to be in, and a lot of children like science, you know, uh, science and math mm-hmm. and, and uh, you know, technology. They like those things. And so tell us about her program just a little bit, just a little bit, because y'all talked about it, but why should a child want to go and, and be with uh, Dr. Dr. Barry. So Dr. Barry is an accomplished electrical Mm -hmm. engineer. Um, She is um, at Rose-Hulman Institute of Technology. Um, One thing I'll tell you is that she is a strong advocate for STEM and diversity in STEM. She's co-founded Black in Engineering and Black in Robotics Mm -hmm. um, in her efforts to promote diversity, equity, inclusion, and justice in STEM. Um, I've met her several times. She is a joy, and she's very passionate about what she does. Um, She she also does robot hip hop slam poetry, which you have to see it to believe it. But she has a robot that she's come up with this poem uh-huh. that's you know kind of hip hop ish, and she and she will she does it. She did it at, on an interview with me not too long ago, um, and I, I I will say this: she makes it real to me yeah, yeah so if you're wondering is this a field you can go into mm-hmm. what does it take what do you have to do this is the person that you want to meet you mm-hmm. want to talk to her you want to see some of the things that she's done and how she's wow. maneuvered in her career to be mm-hmm. able to to accomplish what she's wow. accomplished i was just looking at her one of her sites and i saw that she went to spellman mm-hmm. um and so i was like oh i didn't know she went to spellman i have to talk to her i I always really yeah, wanted to go to Spelman. in Atlanta. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I really wanted to go there at one point in my life. I didn't end up going there, but um, <laughs> um, I'm I'm just a little jealous that she oh, got okay, to go well. there. Um, well, I can get a get a, another degree or something, <laughs> something there. Yeah, get something right. there. So you get, just go get a t-shirt, <laughs> a sweatshirt. I have been there. I have been there. Yeah. Okay. But she's she's very accomplished. She's very passionate. Um, and and she's well-deserving to okay. be our visiting scientist for yeah. the year. Yeah. Whoa, James, I, I think we got a we got a load. Yeah, we, we got a yeah. truck truckload flow there. right there. We got a lot. <laughs> so. There's a lot. Like I said, there's a lot going on oh, at the Children's Museum of Indianapolis. Oh, always, always. Hyacinth, I can't thank you enough um, for, for coming in and sitting down and talking with us. And, and as yeah. you say, it's beyond black history, uh, it but, is. uh, but black history is the spotlight. And, and, you know, there's certainly, I know the children's museum would never forget it. Uh, and, and hasn't, <laughs> and, and, and clearly has yeah. not. So, uh, yet another option for our listeners that we wanted to, uh, to share. So thank you, Hyacinth. Do come back. Thank you for having me. Oh, you're more than welcome. You're more than welcome. You know, the, the, the digs are a little different. Um, the, the, the process is a little different to get here. So uh, when you come back, you'll know. Uh, but, I know. Yeah, I know you'll now. Know. You'll, you'll know now. So. <laughs> I know now. So anyway, James, uh, we'll be back. Yeah, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we'll go to um, open lines and, and – um, so much somewhat of a weekend review we'll do weekend review on friday but we'll go to open lines and 317-972-3008 we'll be right back
Let's get back to the conversation. It's Community Connection with Tina Cosby on Praise AM 1310, 95.1 FM, Indy's Inspiration Station. And we're back with Community Connection. Tina Cosby here with our contributing analyst, James Patterson. Uh, James, we'll open the lines, 317-972-3008, 317-972-3008. So what's, uh, what do you got going, James? What's What's going on? What's going on? What's yeah. going on? Um, besides the beautiful weather, um, you know, just uh, keeping track of the various things in our community. You know, I don't know if you guys hit on this on Monday and Tuesday. We had quite a bit of, of violence over the weekend, which is disheartening to see. Um, you know, there were a lot of shootings and mm-hmm. a lot of it involved um, some of our younger mm-hmm. um friends Mm -hmm. brothers and sisters Mm -hmm. uh so i i I don't know i mean i don't know what it's going to take to to slow that down but it 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 has definitely impacted our daily lives and and changed the way we do things Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. i mean although we had some 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 brighter topics earlier today teen i don't want to bring everybody down but that uh that always Mm -hmm. weighs heavy on my mind when we have this uh proliferation of, of guns and like I was saying the other day, most people are responsible with it, but it just adds fuel to the fire. Uh, people, you know, already are, um, you know, acting not normally in some of the things they do. And, and I, I advise people don't go to places. I don't know what your your young people do who are, who are, you know, becoming older. You've got young adults but in your family, but... I would advise them, and you told me the other day that they, they don't go to places they mm-hmm, used to go. But, mm-hmm. you know, a couple of those shootings happened mm-hmm. at parties or, you know, gatherings where if I had young people in my household, I would say, don't go, don't go, please don't go. And mm-hmm. uh, that way you, you mm-hmm. reduce the yeah. possibility of getting caught up in I some know. of that mess. My daughter was, uh, uh, she asked me if I could watch the baby. Uh, I said, mm-hmm. okay, and they were going out. Um, uh, Sunday was it or Saturday? Mm-hmm. Saturday, Saturday, Sunday. Well, it was Sunday. It was Sunday, and she said, "Why is your face crinkled up?" And I'm like, "Just don't, you know, just tell me where you go." You know, I said, <laughs> "I said I'm sorry that my face is crinkled." I said, "I'm just concerned." I said, "Just make sure that when you go, it's yeah. NBA sanctioned." And this, she said, "Mom, I, I, said, I know, I know, I know, but." I, and it shouldn't be like that, but it is, and it, so it should not. It, it should really not, shouldn't. and I mean, but um, and it it was fine. I mean, they, they and they do have good sense. They do, I think, best, that, that's best the I key. know. And that's their the key. choices. Yeah, their choices, free will. But I was uh, I was uh, walking uh, Hyacinth to the elevator, and I was telling her, speaking of being careful out there. I uh, spent the morning, not the not all of it, you know, but before I came to work, I had to go to uh, the body shop. Uh, to get my car checked in because and and I want people to pay attention to uh, uh, I want folks to pay attention to other drivers really pay attention because there's some distracted folks out there there's some folks with no insurance there's there's folks doing and I told you the story Jay in fact it it just I mean it hadn't happened 15 minutes more than 15 minutes ago when Law, I, I, if, if all people to run into, it was just wild. You saw me. Yeah. I said, Jay, <laughs> you said, hey, Tina, what's going on? And I said, well, I'll tell you, boom. But uh, long, <laughs> the long and the short of it was, 
my I was I wasn't doing anything. I was sitting yeah. at a gas station waiting my turn in line to pull up to the pump Incredible. because it was really really busy. And all of a sudden, this trunk, this truck, this huge truck veers off Michigan Road, plows right in, t-bones right into my car, and I'm sitting there and I jump out. I'm like, hey. You know what? And then he backs up and everybody in the parking lot, everybody that was at the gas station, like he's trying to he's going to drive away. He's not helping. He's going to drive away. And so he backs up, squeals his tires and hits my car again. And then, you know, just speeds out and, and then heads down uh, Michigan Road about 100 miles an hour. And so I don't know what it was, but somehow I was able to stand there uh, and I got the what I thought was a license plate. And so one of the guys that was there, he said, ma'am, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I got to tell you this funny story, though. There was a funny story in there, too. I forgot to tell you that part. Um, ma'am, I don't mm-hmm. I don't know what you, he said. I've been trying. I was trying to get the license plate. I said, well, this is how much I got. And I said, I wasn't quite sure the last three numbers. And I told him, he said, yes, yes, yes. Those are the numbers I got. I didn't get the first three. So we put our heads together and we did get the uh, the license plate number. Um and he said, here's my name, here's my number, and I will happily be a witness because he said that fool was crazy. Uh, and so, but just di- dangerous, distracted. There was another near miss the other day. I mean, with my damaged car, there was another near miss the other day. And I clearly saw somebody with their head down texting or doing something on the phone yeah. with the phone in their hand. You really have to drive so much more defensively. But, I mean, when yeah. you're just sitting there not doing anything you get hit, uh, that's a whole nother story, but they that's found a whole that other story. And, and that is very, very concerning. And, and it can be frightening yeah. if you're sitting there. It was frightening because I jumped out because I was afraid, you know, I don't, I don't know what I was. I, I, I don't know. I just jumped out and I, you know, I just said, Hey, and then he, he backed out and rammed the truck and tried to get around again because all of the cars were double lined up because it was that busy. And I don't know why he was trying to cut through there off of Michigan Road, but he was. Anyway, I think he hit my car. I know there's two different places of damage on my car. So this morning I was turning it into uh, uh, the collision place. We went over it and all the other stuff and, you know, blah, 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 blah. But, yeah, but you shouldn't have to go through that. You just sitting know. in line to get. Just sitting mm-hmm. in line to get. Line so to get I, I'm saying you're just sitting here uh, and all of a sudden yeah. you see a face full of truck. Uh, and that that is that is frightening. You're just sitting there, not doing anything. And uh, they, you know, somebody that doesn't have uh, the 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 decency to stop, uh, to ask, "Are you okay?" to do anything, they just sped down the street. So, you know, like I said, the police came, filed a report, and all kinds of stuff. And we, I gave him the license plate number. So my insurance company subsequently uh, uh, called, and they said, "Well, thank you." They said, "So you, this is the license plate number that you have on the report." I said, "Yeah." So they said, "Well, stand by." So then they checked it, they ran it, and they said, "Well, it does come back to uh, a man in uh, Indianapolis, uh, and he's uh, there's no the, there was no insurance associated with that plate." Mm-hmm. So yeah, there's no insurance associated with the plate. So he's he's driving around recklessly, cutting through. Mm-hmm. Uh, parking or, or 100 miles an hour mm-hmm. yeah at a very high speed and does not have insurance that's been verified may have not had a license may not have had um, a license mm-hmm. and and frankly going. you know may not have even had u.s citizenship yeah you may not and have I, even I, had I don't mean that that's right and i'm not trying no. to be or anything but no there no, was a there was anything. a definite reason that there was no i mean nothing and so they're trying to the insurance company now said, well, we'll go ahead and pay. We'll use your uninsured motorist coverage, and we'll go ahead and pay the claim. 
and uh, we'll get our money from, we'll, we'll just pursue him in other ways. But is their police report out, uh, he's driving with, if he's driving without insurance, driving without a license, leaving the scene of an accident and all kinds of other stuff, eventually there, there'll probably be a warrant, you know, for yeah. him. Exactly. So, but here's the thing here. And, and I thank God I wasn't hurt. Nobody else was hurt. Cause I was worried that somebody else could have been hurt. I think he tore up some of the landscape of the gas station too. I think he, he tore that up too. Oh, that was fun. Yeah. Well, he was trying to get out of there. Um, yeah. yeah, that was a lot of fun. And I, they're, they're of all things, their outside camera had just broken that day. So they couldn't get, cause I thought oh. if I don't have the right license plate number, but luckily it was, I mean, it came back to exactly that model, that color, everything. So I know it was the right one. And then some some people there helped you to nail down that license plate number. Well, yeah, that's what I was just saying. The guy who volunteered yeah. to be a, a witness said that uh, I was correct because I told him this is the number that I thought I saw. And he, because it was dusk, you know, so it wasn't mm-hmm. really light. It was dusk. So I, I was kind of sure and I didn't have any glasses on. I'm saying, well, come on, help me out, help me out. So anyway uh there were a couple of other people that came up to me several people came up to me right and they said well that was awful and i'm glad he he just missed me and blah 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 blah." so there was a guy that was standing there and he said uh he said ma'am nobody should have to go through that he said that was so wrong and he said and i am praying for you and i said well thank you so much he said yes i am he said my prayers are certainly with you and i thank god that you weren't hurt i thank god that nobody else was hurt he said but if you ever need a lawyer (laughs) (laughs) he did he pulled out his card he reached in his car and pulled out a bag of business cards and he said i am a representative for legal shield and i can hook you up and blah 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 and i just i said what are the odds of finding an ambulance chaser right here at the gas station? But all this, all this, this sincerity, and I'm praying for you, and uh, you know this, this, and that. But if you ever need a lawyer, you know, here, here you I go. Am. Here I am. But thankfully, uh, the litigation will come on behalf of my insurance company, which is going to pay for it, and they're going to get their money back. So they're going to have to hire their lawyer. So I don't have to do anything except keep my coverage current. So, uh, but I sure did thank him. I kept his card though somebody else may need legal shield but <laughs> oh i couldn't believe that i said well a little humor doesn't hurt anything that is crazy that. it's wild that you bring that up tina uh-huh. I, was, I came across something last night oh. that actually ties into that oh really uh there was a bill passed through the uh, indiana state senate last night mm-hmm. that is going to lift a 40 year old ban on, oh on happy yes hours. yes and the reason why that ban was put into place in 1985 was to crack down on incidents of intoxicated or drunk right, driving. Right, right. So I posed that question to say, do we believe that? Because it's also including not just happy hours, but carry out alcohol will be legal in the mm-hmm. state of Indiana now if it's signed if it's signed by Governor Holcomb. Yeah, he's got a decision to make because that was the result of some really, really strong lobbying by Mothers Against Drunk Driving mm-hmm. and SAD and a bunch of you know, a bunch of other anti drinking and driving organizations that did a beautiful job of uh, you know, mitigating that, uh, in terms of, you know, or st- I guess tightening regulations around mm-hmm. excessive alcohol because some of it some of those happy hours were a little ridiculous three for one yeah uh and some other things you <laughs> yeah. you were getting soused people were getting soused and, and tumbling yeah. out of there in the middle of the day so uh yeah. yeah it was some of it was a little out of control but this is apparently the 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 new one 
uh, has buttoned up a lot of that, um, and you, they can only do certain hours, and mm-hmm. they can only do so. It's certain hours. Certain we, the carry out alcohol worries yeah. me a bit. Yeah, that it that's going to be that. That's a good point, Agent. You carry out alcohol and glass. open carry. <laughs> no license guns. Yeah, right? well, AJ made a good point, James. Carry out alcohol and no uh, permitless carry. That's that's a dangerous tandem oh, right yeah. there. Yeah. Dangerous tandem. Because you used to have to leave it right there, right? Whatever you yeah. drank. Yes, what yes. You, drank, and you had yes. to go. Mm-hmm. No, you can't take anything with you. And, mm-hmm. you know, a couple of good things. One, you didn't get hurt, Tina, which I told you the other mm-hmm. night. That was the But best what are the odds of me running into James right after that? What are the odds? That entire that entire sequence was something out of a, a, a reality show. Yeah. <laughs> And but thank two, you, James. Thank you. you know, all those people, all those, all those people who encourage you, they help you. Uh-huh. It shows. You know, it, it's not that I want to just dump on, you know, the eighteen, the thirty-four. You know, I mean, AJ knows no. what I'm talking about. I, I mean, it, but you know, Reverend Charles Harrison, they he, they quoted him. He was just talking about the shooting over the weekend. He was saying like, there's too many people out here with guns, and there's just too many. You know, but there's a lot of good people. However, with all of these incidents happening all the time, yeah. it's just ra- it's raising our awareness yeah. now. And you're just sitting there and you go, whoa, this three-ton, uh, three-quarter-ton truck is heading towards me. Boom. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. well, what, are the, what are the chances of that happening to you, a radio host? <laughs> I mean, you just well, anybody, but people are doing yeah. what they want to do. They drive mm-hmm. the way they want to drive. Uh, they'll, they'll, if they hit your car, so what? I don't, I don't want to stop. And, you know, I've re- figured out very quickly why they didn't want to stop. They don't have insurance. And, yeah, folks, you, you just have to be so defensive. You really have to be watching a lot now, a, lot, a whole lot more than what you used to. Uh, yeah. But um, let, let's get to this caller here. Michael, how are you? Hello, Tina. Hello, uh, is it Charles? James. 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 Okay. Yes, James. Yeah, hey. Tina, James um, and AJ. I'm calling some of the most exciting um, provocative and and educational information is being provided at Dr. Williams Church over mm-hmm. at Mount Carmel. Oh yeah. And what's what's sad is our African, you know, I, I shouldn't say this. I'm gonna get hit in the head. But if it ain't white, it ain't right. He is providing Indianapolis with information about us about black history mm-hmm. that our children our our teenagers our sons our mothers and our fathers all mm-hmm. can can use for their own uh benefit mm-hmm. uh for self-edification mm-hmm. to challenge europeans when they come at us about well you know i don't have anything to do it do with it and mm-hmm. nobody's showing up which is pathetic mm-hmm. which is pathetic uh, and so this is a challenge. That church should be packed. This yeah. information is dynamic, and it yeah. will change your life. Yeah, yeah. I have no so doubt about that whatsoever. In the fact, uh, is being provided to help people. I know, people. I know. Uh, I got to get Lamar. We are too lazy to get off of our butts and be there. Exactly. My name is Michael. Thank you very much. Thank you, Michael. And uh, I love the passion there. And, Michael, uh, I'll underscore what you just said. Uh, It is one of the most amazing opportunities that there has been in a long time. And this is the first year, uh, and I pray that it's not the last because uh, Dr. Williams uh, and Dr. Milton are putting together, uh, and, and Lamar Campbell as well, our very own, our dear, dear, dear Lamar, 
they're they're doing a phenomenal job of of taking care of uh, the spotlight such as it is for Black History Month, but it goes beyond Black History Month, and we know that uh, with Dr. Williams and, and Mount Carmel. But, um, yeah, in fact, uh, I need to get a hold of Lamar because we haven't talked to them about this month's, um, you know, this month's uh, lectures. And then there's going to be another series uh, throughout the month of March uh, that we're going to have to get uh, some folks back in here on and, and, you know, let people know again that this is there. Yeah, Uh, I mean, they they just got to find a marketing. He's right. Uh, Charles is right that. It, there's a lot of information when you've had Dr. Theron Williams on uh, just this show. You know, he, he, he generated a lot of calls because of his in, interesting information, black historical information. I think they just got to find I don't know what they're doing in social media. I don't know if they're, you know, mm-hmm. broadcasting mm-hmm. Facebook or they just got to find a way to to touch the crowds. It's, even if people can't make it out, like I was telling you about that February 1st uh uh, gathering that I went to at the Landmark Center. I mean, mm-hmm. they had a thousand people registered online. They had 350 in the uh, in in the sanctuary there, and they had you know over 600 online. Mm-hmm. Um, so they just got. I think it's just a you know he's right that people won't do it if it's not convenient, but they got to figure out a way to yeah. to hopefully make it convenient. Well, we'll do our part on this show, yeah. and and like I said, I need to to text Lamar and see if we can get somebody in here. Uh, what is today Wednesday any day you know Lamar and Dr. Williams uh no uh just say the word I'll make the time <laughs> you know yeah. I'll figure out a way uh to make the time because that's how important I think it is as well um and you know AJ the you know if you've ever heard uh Dr. Williams uh well you've heard him you've heard him and uh, he's just he's just absolutely fascinating uh and the fact that he wants to share absolutely free I mean he could market this and make money off but it, that's not the point you know that's not what they're trying to do no, they're trying to get the information out. Uh, they're trying out. to get the information yeah. out. And uh, so there we go. There we have it. Um, let's go back to the – we got time for one more call. Uh, Dave, go ahead. Hi. Hi, Tina. I just want to say I thank the Most High that you are okay. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you. And that, okay. you know, and, and ask the Most High to bless all the people who mm-hmm. lost loved ones mm-hmm. for people being inconsiderate behind the wheel. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Because yeah. my wife had lost her, her, her little cousin's father. Oh, my God. Was lost by a drunk driver mm. oh, doing oh. his break from work. Oh. A few mm. minutes after talking to his baby on the phone. Oh. Lost mm. by a, a clown, excuse my language, mm-hmm. a, a, a inconsiderate person mm-hmm. from driving drunk. Lost a young, nice young man also. Mm-hmm. And I just want to say thank the Most High for and to bless all the people who have suffered and lost loved ones because mm-hmm. of that and the ones, and I thank the most how you were protected, Tina, and thanks for this great show today. And the Black History was fantastic. Oh, was it good? I'm glad. Well, Thank hey, you. tell some, take some friends with you the next time. Tell you know, tell some folks, spread the word, because the more you know, the the more we have, the more the better we're going to be. I really do believe that. The more enlightened we are, the better off we're going to be. So, thank you, Dave. Appreciate it. Thank you, thank you. So, uh, so yeah, there's a. Uh, there's that. But we'll do our part. And, uh, you know, like the one good thing about uh, Lamar and Dr. Williams is, is if they can be available, they are available. So we'll yeah. we'll get them in here. We'll get them in here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so that's uh, that's a good thing. So, James, uh, whew, um, 
I don't know if you heard the show yesterday, but uh, they were talking about the um, the West Montgomery uh, adoption of the resolution, uh, West Montgomery uh, overpass. They're going to name, yeah, they're going to name part mm-hmm. of the highway. Hard, yeah, him, the right? bridge, the bridge over I-70 yeah. and, and North College uh, down there. Uh, that area is all under undergoing renovation, so good, good, good. I'm so happy that they're doing yeah. that. Yeah, Absolutely. So. I mean, he's... Uh, He's a historical figure, you know. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, they talk about the Chitlin Circuit, and mm-hmm. and that's that whole that's that thing we were talking about uh, over there at the, the Landmark Center, mm-hmm. you know, that was organized, um, you know, by um, Reclaim Indiana mm-hmm. Avenue and Paula Brooks and mm-hmm. also Eunice Trotter over at Landmarks. Mm-hmm. I mean, there there are people who. Like I said, half that audience was non-Afro-American faces. Uh, they, there are people who care about our history mm-hmm. and the history of Indiana Avenue, which displaced 17,000 people, mm-hmm. um, you know, some um, score. I mean, hundreds of businesses uh, had to go out of out of business, like seven or mm-hmm. 800 businesses. Absolutely. Um, it's yeah, just, churches. It took a wrecking ball to it, yeah. Yeah, so th- this history is important, and, um, you know, so is that that's talked about by Dr. Theron Williams in his books. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, uh, kudos to this. I heard part of the show yesterday, but but kudos to, uh, you know, Community Connection with Tina Cosby for keeping these, these, these historical issues front and center. Well, we do our best. Uh, yeah. We do our best. And thank kudos to you, James Patterson. You're quite the history buff. You're history buff yourself. You know a little bit. You know a little bit. You, know, little, little you know a lot. I'm just messing with yeah. you. But that is all the time we have for right now. Uh, AJ, uh, the time went really quickly again. It always does. It, it always, always does. does. AJ can't even slow down time, so he's <laughs> over there. He's working all the buttons on the board, but he can't even slow it down. But we're always Praise AM 1310, 95.1 FM, Indy's Inspiration. Our website is praiseindy.com. Willie Moore Jr., your nephew, uh, he's up next. Uh, he's flat up out. Next. Flat out, flat out. Everybody, thanks as always for listening. Don't ever forget our new number, 317-972-3008. As always, we want everyone to be safe and to be well, and we really, really, really mean that. Uh, for AJ, James Patterson, James, thank you. We'll see you again on Friday, right? Yes, ma'am. I'm uh, hoping and praying. Now yeah. We all are. We all are. So. <laughs> I, I hope I'm not sitting at a gas station. No, we don't want that. We don't want that for anybody. I tell you, I don't. Nobody wants a face full of truck. And uh, no, no, that's what it felt like. Anyway, uh, for everybody here, uh, I'm Tina Cosby. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow. This is Community Connection. <laughs>